0: hey welcome back to uh our mid-season be- or mid-break uh week tiny episode tiny episodes it's like tiny commander it's like but mid- it's, mid-season it's episode,
1: episodes uh but like it's between or seasons between seasons yes
0: in inter-season intra-season yeah. one of we're those.
1: interrupting our vacation to bring you more magic content. We could be that's playing... that's just who we are. We could be playing magic right now. Anyway,
0: we just want to talk more magic. So last time we talked, we each brought a card. Mm-hmm. This time, essentially the same thing. Yep. It'll be a nice little aperitif. So it'll be appetizer. Up. Boom. Just like that.
1: A-a-boom.
0: A-boom. A-boom. Um i it's my turn this is my episode we're gonna talk about backgrounds it's a it's an i thought
1: we were talking about a card and now you're gonna go and talk about a whole bunch of cards i mean i can choose one if you want 30 cards Um, you're gonna you're gonna hog 30 cards
0: you want to talk about one of them no uh well really 29 (laughs) because i'm not gonna talk about faceless one um fine (laughs) um but yeah, uh, I mean, All right, so, so what about backgrounds? I the, I've had very limited experience with these, ho ho! Uh, which is to say zero at this point. But uh, my own expertise here uh, is going to kick in, uh, and I mean, so for those who don't know, backgrounds are are legendary enchantments from Commander Legends Two: Battle for Baldur's Gate, uh, and the idea there was some of these legendary creatures in this set had. The, the text line, choose background, which meant that you could have that creature as your commander, and then also a background um, in the command zone as well. So these two cards together would be your commanders. Um, you can cast the background anytime you could cast an enchantment. Um, and all of them say commander creatures you own have blank. Uh, and there's i mean 29 different (laughs) possibilities here uh but i just thought that they were really cool and i once i started thinking about them beyond their use in the command zone um i realized that they they kind of work really well in the 99 um some of them some of them are not amazing uh and some of them are extremely niche i mean we've got acolyte of bahamut for one and a green commander creatures you own have the first dragon spell you cast each turn costs two less to cast, which is cool if you're playing a dragon deck, Uh, but because every one of them starts with commander creatures you own, means that you have to have this and your commander out, which not ideal, but I think that some of them have cool enough effects that essentially what you're doing is adding a line of text to your commander. And unless you are using one of the choose-a-background commanders... Yeah. Um, you're not adding any extra color. But uh, if it's in the 99, you're essentially just adding a line of text to your commander. Because even if somebody steals it, this says commander creatures you own. So it's not commander creatures you control, like a lot of the the familiars from yeah. uh, Commander Legends 1. It is uh,
1: interesting because... While Commander Creatures you own, mm-hmm. uh, you still own the card if somebody else has stolen it. Right. So yeah, a card like the Cultist of the Absolute, Commander yeah. Creatures you own, get plus three, plus three, have Flying, Death Touch, and Ward, pay three life, and at the beginning of your upkeep, sacrifice a creature. Well, the beginning of your upkeep now becomes the upkeep of the person who stole your creature, and that person has to sacrifice a creature. But on the same thing uh
0: since it has ward paid three life that means if somebody steals your commander yeah in this case uh you as the owner of that commander even because you're not the controller you have to pay three life to target it with a spell
1: right um sorry i looked at a bunch of these cards um when i realized it said commander creatures you own mm -hmm. i started thinking about how this interacts with assault suit which <laughs> I, of course is, is a very niche option but i looked at a card like i i was started thinking about a card like or even not not using the assault suit uh was it corona oh yeah where the false guy yes where it's essentially passed around the table mm. and normally what happens is your opponents can do minimal things right. with it and then you get to do something huge but if uh, this is at the beginning of your upkeep, sack a creature. Well, now each of your opponents are forced to sack a creature um, when they get control of it. Yeah. Um, and you, as the controller of Corona and the one who, who is using the Cults of the Absolute, would know all this and be building your deck accordingly.
0: Yeah. So. Or, uh, you know, Tongarth, which is uh, like essentially on other players' right combats, it essentially joins their combat team. Mm-hmm um say raised by giants now your creatures that are now the commanders that you own are 10 10s and are giants in addition to or base power 10 10s uh and giants in addition to their other types uh you know right tongarth gets huge and is passed around the table um, well so then you've got things like inspiring leader which is two and a white commander creatures you own have com- uh creature tokens you control get plus two plus two there are easier ways to do this Anthem than having this be in your 99, uh, because sure, it's an enchantment and it is harder to deal with. Nobody's gonna use their enchantment removal on this because you also have to have your commander out for it to actually matter. Um, but my favorite, and maybe it's just because it slots extremely well into Lelia, is Tavern Brawler for two red, commander creatures you own have at the t- at the beginning of your upkeep, exile the top uh, card of your library. This creature gets a plus X plus O until end of turn, where X is that card's mana value. You may play that card this turn. So it's red card draw. It makes your red creature that you probably are going to attack with bigger. With Lelia it gives another plus one, plus right. one counter. Um,
1: um, I can also see like, Tavern Brawler and... Uh, what was the last... What was the one that we were just looking at? Inspiring Leader. Mm-hmm. Um, when you're playing with partners, mm-hmm. I mean, you know, oh, yeah. for Inspiring Leader, each of your commanders now has creature tokens you control get plus two, plus two. Oh, so now yeah. your creature tokens are getting plus four, plus four if you've got both of your commanders out. Um, oh, yeah. And Tavern Brawler boot. exiles top two. Right. That's So sweet. even if you've got, you know... It, yeah so you're you're doubling up with that um, that
0: makes uh my second uh favorite even more exciting too. master chef uh master chef uh, it's tuna green but it says uh commander creatures you own have this creature enters the battlefield with an additional plus one plus one counter on it. that's pretty cool gets around things like heartless act whatever mm-hmm. uh but also you know big plus one things especially in green Fantastic, uh-huh. and other creatures you control enter the battlefield with an additional, an additional plus one plus one counter on them. So if you've got two, if you've got for whatever reason two commanders, and this in your ninety nine, uh, it's just great because right. now your non commander creatures are going to come in with two.
1: Sure, and if you play this before you play your commanders, the first commander comes in with a plus one plus one counter, mm. or no, it doesn't. Uh, yeah,
0: as the first part is right. This creature enters with
1: an additional plus one plus one. Right, so the second commander is going to come in and get two plus ones because Mm. he's getting the plus one from the first commander and it's getting a plus one because it is a commander itself. That's brilliant. And then all of your creatures after that are going to come in with two plus one plus one counters, at least as long as you can keep both of your commanders out. Now, I mean, that's a tall ask. Yeah. You've got two commanders and a background. Um and you're trying to keep them all in play long enough to give plus one plus a couple of plus one plus one counters to your creatures, that can get a little tricky. I um, think
0: they're perfectly un uh, unoptimized for my play. Right. I think they're fantastic, and I'm going to try to slot them in when I where I can until something tells me otherwise. I mean, right. and I
1: like a deck yeah. that uh, asks you to jump through hoops to. Uh, uh, to get to a result that isn't necessarily a game winning result, but it's yeah. solid.
0: I think I just think that even like raised by giants, just the the sheer uh, like utility of having a 10 ten as your commander come in and it's a 10 ten. Is like I feel I feel like it's it's got more than
1: just the attack. You know, if you're playing green, mm-hmm. uh, ten ten, you'll probably have an easy way to get a plus and plus one counter onto your commander. Mm-hmm. Now you just need to hit twice. Oh yeah, because that's that's what it comes down to. Is
0: it's uh, easy to give this thing trample? It's easy to give this thing even like I've slotted this both right. into both my gruel and my Jun deck. Right. It's easy to give them both uh, trample, double strike. Right. Uh it's it's kind of ridiculous. Yeah. Um and I I don't think it's you know too much to ask. I don't think it's like this crazy Christmas land. I think it's just you know a single card in addition to your commander. Right. It's a nice little benefit.
1: Right. And I mean we're still talking about this as though it is not in the command zone. Mm. You know, these are we're just treating these as part of the ninety nine. Yeah. So it isn't as though we're saying, "Oh, raised by giants." Okay. So what are the you know what are the commanders that we can run with this? We're not looking at that. We're looking at it as as an enchantment. Yeah. Period. It's in. It's part of your ninety nine. Is this worth running? And I mean, sure, there are there are going to be scenarios where they're not, because some of these cards are not particularly overpowered. But there are times when it is worth running why not
0: yeah um yeah i just i i wanted to gush about it for a bit yeah because i mean i have yet to draw one and play it but uh the 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 utility and the 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 possibility feels feels there nice i'm excited yeah um we'll be back next week with whatever bruce decides to talk about um meanwhile stay chill uh especially where it's Mid July. It's hot out. Drink some, <laughs> stay hydrated. Uh play So some, hot Play some magic. Send us your 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 yes. your best magic story of the past couple months. And as always, thank you so much for listening. We are Temple of False Pod, where our decks are not optimized, but our pleasure is sacred Fun. I'm Andy. Uh I am the background for this episode, <laughs> also known as Bruce. Thank you for listening. May your fifth land be the Temple. Bye! Bye. Wait, wait, before you go, I just wanted to say thank you for listening. You can reach out to us via email at falsepodmtg at gmail.com or on Twitter at falsepodmtg. Bruce is at ManaBurned and I'm at AndyWeekend, though you'll definitely notice I use the podcast Twitter far more often. Now that we've got you here, make sure you subscribe, like, rate us on uh, whatever podcast platform you use. It helps us out, it gets us more reach. Subscribe to us on our YouTube channel, Uh, like a video there, leave some comments for more casual enjoyment. Thank you so much for listening. We'll be back with some more timeless discussions about all things casual. So come hang out, and may your fifth land be the temple. Bye-bye. Should I do my best, Bruce? Bye!